And welcome in, hockey fans in the desert southwest, to another episode of Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you here from Scottsdale, Arizona, where we had a temperature below 100 today, I think, officially. So we'll take that anytime it happens in June. Uh, my co-host tonight, again, for the second night in a row, is uh, going to be Paul Hornstein, my normal co-host for College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Be joined by Paul here shortly, and uh, we're talking uh, some very special topics. To, 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 I know both Paul and myself, and to everybody out there right now, this is what we're calling BLM Week in Hockey in the Desert Southwest. So, without further ado, let's bring on my co-host uh, from beautiful Long Island, New York, Paul Hornstein. Paul, how are you tonight? Uh, how you doing, Scott? I'm doing real well. You know, I would uh, I, I would normally start off with the, the palatial estate and get into all that, but uh, a little bit of a somber topic, a, a topic that uh, I wanted to bring up, uh, I wanted to talk about. It's uh, BLM Week uh, out here in Hockey in the Desert Southwest, and tonight we're bringing on a guest that I think is a uh, is it, just phenomenal. He, he's the guy that I wanted to bring on to kick this off because, A, I respect him, B, he's a very positive person, and uh, C, I think his message is going to resonate. So uh, I'm going to say that our guest is a uh, associate, senior associate, athletic director at Arizona State University. He's going to join us here in about uh, oh 13 minutes or so. Paul and I are going to have a chance to talk with Mr. Scotty Graham. So it's going to be a, a really good night, but. Paul, thanks again for joining me on Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly as we do a little shuffling in the podcast as we get ready to start our new fiscal year here on Wednesday. Um, so how are you? How are things out there? And how is the first day of a quote-unquote vacation? Oh, man. I mean, I did some things around the house, but uh, it was nice. I didn't have to worry about a schedule. I didn't have to read any email I didn't want to read. It was, for the most part, a nice day. <laughs> Folks, just to uh, let you know, he did, re- he did read my emails or text messages at least. So, <laughs> Well, so, I said I don't want the ones I don't want. To oh, read. okay. Well, then I, I feel much better. I feel much oh, better okay. knowing that you wanted to read mine. But Oh, well, listen, uh, I, I, I mean, uh, this is professional hockey, uh, Southwest Weekly. It's not going to ruin my eligibility for college, is it? <laughs> no, no, you're still good. You're still good on that one. Uh, but maybe Scotty's the guy to ask when he comes on board with us about that one. But Yeah, um, you had Scotty on about three years ago now. I did. Uh, January did a, did of 2017. Yeah. We did. And that was up at his beautiful office overlooking Sun Devil Stadium. And we'll touch on that when he comes on with us. But yeah. um, as I mentioned, Paul, this is this is a special week for us because – 
we don't have a whole lot of black hockey players in the desert nope. southwest or, or really anywhere. Anywhere. And, and we're fortunate, I think, this week to have three difference makers in hockey. Scotty will tell you he's a professional, so A, he belongs on here, uh, right. and B, he loves hockey. <laughs> so that makes him he another does. another insert into the program. C, he's from Arizona State and is currently working in his role there. And, uh, and D, he, like I said earlier, is the most positive person I've ever met. And if there's anybody that can, can get our message, our point across, it's, uh, it's Scotty Graham. So we'll look forward to bringing him on here shortly. But also, uh, tomorrow night, we're hoping for Dom Garcia. We were going to have him last week. And, of course, he's a very influential player on the NCAA team, a, uh, an assistant or alternate captain, whatever you want to use for Dom, uh, a right. senior this year at Arizona State. And then Wednesday night, we're bringing on a club player, another senior at UNLV, DeAndre uh, John, is going to join us. And all three, I think, have some really uh, stories that, that will move people. And uh, hopefully we can push it a little bit towards ending racism, which I know we all um, just want to have out of the way. I mean, uh, I, Paul, I, and I want to interject this short story uh, real quickly if I could. Um, when I uh, when I grew up, right, it was a small town, 2,500 people in northern Minnesota. Um, right. And we had a lot of Native Americans because there was a lot of uh, Native American tribes that lived around us. But, you know, let's, let's face it. It was a small Scandinavian town, uh, predominantly dominated by white people. But um, when I grew up, Paul, I, I didn't know the difference between colors or ethnicities or, you know, whatever. Everybody was just a human being to me, right? And I, yeah. I, really, I really struggled when I moved on to bigger, uh, bigger things because in bigger communities and universities and then Arizona and all the places I've been uh, because I just saw people as humans, right? Yeah. The color of their skin made no difference to me. It was the person that I dealt with. So uh, when all of the things started to happen, and, and you know, I can't say by any stretch what it would be like uh, to be in the shoes of a Dom Garcia or a Scotty Graham or a DeAndre nope. John um, and I'd be foolish to even try to predict what that would feel like. But what I do know is, um, as a white American, I can say there's no reason why we can't look at everybody as human beings. And it needs to start pretty darn soon because uh, our world needs to come together. And I think the message that we're going to get from all three of these guys this week are very, very important. And I know that uh, all three will probably have stories of what they've personally gone through. And if that right. doesn't get to you, if that doesn't provoke some change, then uh, you have no heart. Okay. Well, well just, let's just, um, I'll say it this way. Um, and, and I learned this from my, you know, my parents growing up and, and, and my father and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, we didn't care what you looked like. When we were growing up, we only cared about whether you could play. You know, whatever it is we were playing, we only cared about what you what you know. Could you play? Could you help our team beat the other team? Didn't care. That was all that mattered. I'm not gonna lie. We wanted to win. And if you helped us win, and you were green or purple or anything else, 
Are you going to eat us better? Who cares? You know, um, you know, my father's favorite baseball player growing up was Roy Campanella. Yeah. Um, He's a good one. He was a great one. You know, and, 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 and those are the lessons that he taught me. You know, treat everybody the same. Uh, you know, as long as everybody pulls their weight, who cares? And, uh, we, you know, that's, that's where it is. I mean, pure and simple. Are you a good human being? That's really all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll save the conversation for when we bring Scotty on here in just a few minutes. But this is Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, so I want to touch on a couple of things. As you know, and uh, if you haven't yet, uh, listeners, gone to our YouTube channel or to the website and seen the uh, Sunday special we just did from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, on the new AHL um, practice facility, the Lifeguard Arena in Henderson, um, I was fortunate to be one of the media guys that was able to go up there, and it was a uh, fantastic tour. So let me start this off right away, Paul, by saying the AHL is coming to to Vegas, right? That just doesn't sound right. It didn't sound right not long ago either because nobody thought it would ever happen. They wondered where that, that AHL team would go, but nobody thought Henderson, Nevada, including the guys that were building the arena. They constructed that building without any knowledge that there'd be an AHL team practicing there. And about midway through, the plans changed, and they said, hey, we've got to make a facility now that would house an AHL team. And, and they've done a fantastic job. The, the title that I called it was, if you like City National Arena, you're going to love uh, Lifeguard Arena in Henderson because the, uh, what they've done is taken everything that they thought they did wrong and improved it. And everything that they did right, they improved it. So City National is not a bad arena by any stretch, but Lifeguard Arena in Henderson is going to be better. Well, I look forward to seeing the the building built. Uh, I'm kind of a I don't want to say a nerd or a geek because I'm not an architect or uh, have that sort of uh, insider knowledge. But I love watching buildings go up. I love. Uh, watching teams get built from this from the ground up, you know I have uh, you know I I was really into the Golden Knights, you know I still read their website uh, Sinbin's website. I know you've had those guys on a couple of times. Uh, I still read the website. I may not interact as much as I did uh, before they actually physically had the team. But, you know, I love watching a team get built. I, I love watching the minutia of who's going to be the general manager, who's going to be the head coach. Uh, let's see the 95,000 mock drafts of who they're going to bring in uh, from the other teams. I love I love that part. Of, once the team's actually there, that's a different story because then they get on the ice and, you know. And I'm they play your Islanders on. and then you're done. Yeah, they play them. my Islanders. And Scotty Graham's <laughs> Islanders, by the way, too. Let's not, let's not forget that. Um, okay. Okay. And, and and you know things change a little bit, but that is you know, uh, and it's no different. I I enjoy watching the minutia of the AHL uh, create a Western Division. 
Uh, get Palm Springs coming up, I, I guess, next year or two years from now. Yeah, sure. well, ne next year is what it's reported, but we'll see what COVID does to things. So, Well, uh, whatever the 21-22 season ends up being anyway. Yeah, good one. Um, nice, nice call on that one. We don't so, know for sure yet. Yeah, nobody uh, knows. So um, that's kind of what we're, you know, I kind of geek out on that a little bit. I like to follow that stuff. I like to see the difference know how they make buildings better uh, what changes they make uh, by the end of the summer if it doesn't get too crazy here they are supposed to have the roof on the Belmont arena for the Islanders uh, I love watching that kind of stuff whether it's you know whether it's uh, at ASU or whether it's for the Islanders or in Seattle or Henderson or wherever I like that kind of stuff um, so I, I had no problems uh, sitting there and geeking out on the video for the Sunday special. <laughs> All right. Let's take a, uh, a quick break here from a couple of our sponsors, including our new one, uh, Bell Ford. And then uh, we'll come back and we'll bring on our special guest tonight, Scotty Graham. So we'll be right back in about two minutes. Looking for your next car? Head out to 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix and stop in at Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant. Come in and check out our great deals on the remaining 2020 Fords, as well as the new 2021 models just arriving, like the new E450 pickup truck during our summer outdoor and SUV sale. Voted the number one Ford dealer in Arizona by Ranking Arizona, we will do what it takes to make your car buying experience safe and convenient. Shop online at bellford.com. We'll bring everything to you on your schedule. Schedule a test drive. Need a repair? We'll come pick up your vehicle and bring it back to you. Our sales and service professionals are ready to help in any way to make sure you are happy and satisfied. Go online to bellford.com or call us at 602-866-1776 and let us show you why we've been the dealership that keeps Shane Doan coming back year after year. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit ease. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails, whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S., Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since 2011. Behind the Mask Hockey Shop, celebrating 25 years of exceptional service to the Arizona hockey community. Offering the top brands and an educated staff of hockey players to help you choose the right gear for you. Visit any one of our three Valley locations or check us out online at BehindTheMask.com. Hi everybody, this is Jay from OxyPal. You probably know our products were being used on your gear to eliminate the odor and bacteria from sports gear and, and your gym and all that stuff. Um, in, in light of current events, uh, we have uh, switched up and added a new product to our production line. It's called our Have a Nice Day Hand Sanitizer. Um, it is exclusively for use on your skin, whereas our other uh, products have been exclusively for use on your fabrics and, and, and gear.
Uh, this product is available here at my shop. It's available on my website at www.oxypow.com. And you can pick it up or we can ship it to you anywhere in the United States. All right. And we're back. Scott Strandy joining you on Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly from Scottsdale, Arizona. And my co-host tonight, Paul Hornstein, for the second week in a row. Uh, folks, we're making a couple of changes. We're going to have a new co-host uh, permanently next week. Uh, our own Zach Bondurant is going to be joining me uh, next Monday night. Paul's going to stay with me on uh, NCAA on College Hockey Southwest Weekly. And, of course, Stephen Marsh will be with me on Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. But this being a very special week for us again, last week was Steen Passionate. This week it's it's uh, Scotty Graham. So, uh <laughs> I had to bring Paul on, right? I mean, you got one New Yorker, you got to have another one to kind of offset things, right? That's the way I'm looking at it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, it's a two for one deal, is what it is. I think. I think I'm uh, I'm I'm the one sandwiched here between two Long Islanders. So, as we wait to uh, to bring Scotty on, uh, Paul, you know a little bit about his background, probably a lot of bit about his background, and. And, you know, I was shocked when I started uh, covering ASU hockey five years ago. And, and Scotty came, I believe, in 2014 to ASU as a, uh, as a member of the athletic uh, administration staff under Ray Anderson. And uh, I remember the first time I, I saw him on the ice, I thought, who is that guy? He looks so familiar. And, that, and I remember asking uh, one of the SIDs at the time, said, who is that? And they said, that's Scotty Graham. I go, the Scotty Graham? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's how our relationship started. If, if you've ever met Scotty, had a chance to visit with him. Uh, like I said, he's probably the most positive person I've ever met. And uh, I'm happy to call him and very proud to call him a friend. So when we bring him on, we'll talk a little bit about how he got uh, into that role of a uh, startup NCAA hockey program and uh, his love for it. So... Uh, without any further ado, let's bring on the man, the uh, the football player, the uh, former football player. Um, I, I guess I can say this, Scotty Graham, Skull. Skull. Scotty, are you how with you guys us? How you doing? Yeah, how you doing? Uh, we're, we're doing, doing great. Right. You, you got Scott and Paul with you, Scotty, and uh, uh, welcome to the show, first of all. As we talked a little bit this week about bringing you on, this is uh, what we're calling the uh, Black Lives Matter Week in Hockey in the Desert Southwest. And uh, I've told the audience already, Scotty, if you haven't heard that, uh, I believe you're the most positive person I've ever met. And if there's anybody that uh, can get a message across to young people and, and people in general, I believe you're the person. So thank you from the bottom of my heart again for coming on and joining us tonight. Well, I appreciate it. I wonder if you guys could do that again when I said, how you guys doing? And you said it in unison. All right. Okay, do that again. <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? Listen, we're, I, you know, we're uh, we're doing okay. We're doing good. We're we're getting through day by day. And uh, summer vacation started for me today. Uh, uh, it's our favorite day of the year as teachers, and uh, we go from there, Scotty. I got it. I think we're all teachers in our, in our many ways. If you're a dad, or you have nieces and nephews, you're constantly teaching. Yeah, Scotty, so. Scotty, it's been such a strange uh, last four or five months with the pandemic hitting and and uh, everything that's happened. And then, of course, the uh, really just horrific death of uh, George Floyd up in, in my home state. And I know you being a, an ex-Viking for, uh, what, four years or so. Um, 
that had to resonate with you. But uh, the way things are going right now, uh, let's just kick it off by saying this. What do we do? What can we do as human beings to uh, make some changes in the world right now? I think just accept the truth. We got to stop telling lies and dealing with lies. Um, you know, the first lie you were told, you're not beautiful. Um, if your dark skin is a black cat, it's a black cat, it's a black cake, it's chocolate, it's all black, it's ugly. So once you realize how beautiful you are as a person, um, then we can start making some changes. And secondly, being able to get into the game with a fair opportunity. Um, if you allow me to explain really quickly the game Monopoly. Um, Absolutely. And the, big, and the biggest difference, people generally say, what do black people want? How do you talk to them? Just like you talk to everybody else in English. But the one thing you don't say is, you understand, because you don't understand. And the second thing you say is, I don't see in color. Then you must be colorblind, because I am a different color than you, and you're a different color than me. Back to the game called Monopoly. Um, <laughs> over 40 years ago, the first advocates was dropped off in George, in, uh, in Virginia, in Southern Virginia. And for 400 years, they had to play the game Monopoly with no points, no pieces, no hotels. And every year, people go, why aren't you guys doing great? Well. A lot of other immigrants came here, they didn't come here as property. And the difference between the enslaved and slavery are two different things. Enslaved is a process where you cannot ever be free of your property. You're dehumanized. Slavery, every, every single culture has slaves, but you can buy your freedom. The chattel slavery that was brought in America, in the South, it was for the cotton fields and crops. In the North, it was an in industry. So when you're never given that fair opportunity to build you are going to be behind in a game called life. My illustration was about Monopoly. Yeah, that's so, uh, Scott. Let, let me ask you. Go ahead, Paul. Let me ask you a question because there is no way for me to know because I have no feel for it. Uh, with everything that's gone on in the last three or four weeks, and nobody really knows, but does it feel differently this time? Yes. Because I think the lies are starting to now come down with the Confederate flag, with some of the monuments. They took down in Columbus, Ohio, Statue of Columbus. That's a lie we tell every single toddler that Columbus discovered America. And we continue to tell that lie in history class. He did not discover America. There were people here before. There's a book by Walter Rodney. They came before Columbus. Um, there were Africans here before Columbus even got here. So I think the lies are starting to get peeled back. People are picking up books. Documentaries are out now. 13th is a great documentary the 13th Amendment, the Juneteenth celebration now that you see that um, is being broadcast. People are now looking at the truth. And so, yeah, I'm more optimistic than pessimistic. I think we'll have a seat at the table this time, and we're going to have at least three of those four courses. Before, it was basically an appetizer or a snack, and then you were told to get away from the table. Scotty, I want to talk just a little bit about... Um, you know what that's done in, in athletics because you excelled obviously and got to the highest level of the NFL but but tell us a little bit about what it was like for you personally uh, working your way up to a college scholarship and a great college career and then a shot at the big time the NFL uh, let me say just a couple of different pieces I'll unpack it um, first I went to school my mom went to eighth grade and I have a master's degree I really 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 believe in education and that's the key out of any circumstance a smarter man is always going to win. A smarter woman is always going to win. I don't care what anybody says. So grew up in, uh, on Long Island. was reading The Great Gatsby and Fitzgerald when I was in sixth grade and eighth grade. I didn't even know I was supposed to be reading it. Um, back in 83, 84, they started segregating the schools, and I got weeded out to a school 
uh, Long Beach High School in the southern shore of Long Island. And by the way, that's what Islanders practice in. Mike Bossy and them. So I'd go back there every day after school and just stare <laughs> in the window and go, I want to do that. And then my mom was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Those skates cost 400 bucks. You're not going to do that. I'm like, well, I mean, I want to do that, though. I want to skate. So I would borrow my friend's skates, and I would skate on open ice and never an opportunity to. So I played lacrosse. Um, and uh, so I played lacrosse, wrestling, and football just to keep me out of trouble. Had a job at night and um, just really focused on academics. Um, and getting a chance to go to the Ohio State University was one of the most incredible times for me. Uh, I got a chance to meet my wife. Um, you know, here's somebody, my mom went to eighth grade. Both of her mom was teachers. Both of her mom and dad are teachers. She's youngest of nine kids. So I really didn't understand family because I didn't grow up with a dad. So being able to come home, go home with her to Cleveland and see a community of people that valued education was an amazing thing for me. Um, and then also, too, going to grad school at Ohio State, get my master's degree in black studies with a minor in labor law. Um, so you won't really hear me talk about football a lot. You'll talk about, you hear me talk about life experiences. I was very lucky to play for the seven years that I played. So after playing, I did internships all the time because I knew at the end of the day, I didn't want to be labeled a football player. I just didn't want that label. I wanted to be somebody who was intelligent. Um, there was a husband, there was a father, there was a son, there was a brother. It happened to play football. Um, I played football seven years of my life and that's really a, a small sound bite in 51 years. But it just, people want to put you there to say you're a football player and I'm a lot more. And just getting on some ice skates takes people back. Trust me, when I go to New York and I take my kids and, and we're in um, Times Square, and uh, not Times Square, but uh, 30 Rock, and I skate, my kids are like, whoa, like this guy's 220 pounds <laughs> flying around these skates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, it's, it's outstanding. And you got a coach like uh, Greg Powers who just, man, come on. I, mean, I don't know if there's a better coach in NCAA to, to establish our culture. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, Ray Anderson. Um, who believes in inclusion. Same thing with uh, President Crow. Uh, so we have people that believe in inclusion. Inclusion is something you do, not what you say. And you look at the diversity of our staff and our hockey team and our other sports as well. I mean, gymnastics, water polo, there are people of color there. And there are people of color in all walks of life that can do it just with the right opportunity. And hockey is just in a very expensive sport. And matter of fact, one of our best friends is Kevin Weeks. Um, he lives in Toronto, I mean, Soul on Ice. That's my guy, Shady 80. And he told me his mom worked like crazy for him to get that goldie equipment. Do you still have that glove on your office wall, by the way? Yes, I do. <laughs> just checking. I got, my, uh, I just, got my glove hand. Okay. Listen, just Scotty, just for full disclosure, uh, since we haven't met personally face-to-face, -face, I am on Long Island right now. Uh, I grew up in Queens. I am an Islanders fan. I am an ASU okay. alum. Okay. Okay. And you wrestled for Coach Gillespie, and I worked That's with his right. son. Oh wow! So <laughs> I just I just wanted to give, give you all the information uh, b before we go any further with this. So we are, you know, I, I so so we we are not from this the same uh, place, but I grew up in Queens. So just uh, just wanted to fill you in a little bit, a little six Mr. degrees. G, well, there. You know, Mr. G, if you know Mr. G, I mean. He's one of the best human beings in the world. Um, he helped me get my driver's license. He took me to get my driver's license. And Mr. Gillespie would actually, we run, I lived in the middle of town, you know where McDonald's is? Right, yeah. When you cross the bridge, I used to run to school every morning. And he'd pick up my clothes from my porch and literally bring out to practice every day. And we work out in the morning. Mr. Gillespie's just an amazing, he's changed so many people's lives through their wrestling program. 
I see him every year at the national championship. He just laughs and he hugs me. I hug him and we just laugh. <laughs> his, well, it, the, the apple clearly doesn't fall far from the tree because, like I said, I worked with his son for a year and a half before I, I got. A, I ended up with a transfer, um, and he's a great kid. And you can see uh, what you're talking about there. So um, it, there is no question that a coach and a teacher can change people's lives. And I'm lucky to do what I do. And uh, it, it has over time exposed me to, to great people. Uh, but I just wanted to kind of fill you in on my background since we haven't had a chance to meet. Uh, so you know where I'm coming from. I got you. Long Island in the house. Long Island's finest. I love it. <laughs> and, and Scotty, he's already made a promise to me as my co-host that when he retires in 2026, he's going to become an Arizonan and uh, support the Sun Devils from right here in the Valley of the Sun. So we're going to hold them Come to on it. Out. Come <laughs> on out. All right. I, I want to touch a little bit about uh, hockey at Arizona State University. I know when you came in here, uh, 2014, right, when you came in with Ray? That's correct. Okay. Uh, and, and the word ice hockey team, NCAA, all those words started floating around, and all of a sudden the donor stepped up and, and boom, you got ice hockey at, at, at uh, Arizona State, and it's at Oceanside Ice Arena, and Greg Powers is excited, and everybody's excited. What went through your head the very first time? I trust. So to me, Ray said we're going to walk on water tomorrow. We're going to be walking on water. Um, <laughs> trust. And, you know, Ray's not a guy that's going to say much out of his mouth that he's not going to correct. And you look at some of the changes we did make. We got 17 new coaches. We've added sports and people taking away sports. Um, being around that type of leadership, you know we're going to be okay. So, I mean, I have blind faith when it comes to Ray. He doesn't say much out of his mouth he's not going to do. You know, and I saw you uh, for the very first time, and, and you were on the ice uh, with the Sun Devils, and you were tooling around the ice, and, and you were asking Coach Bowers, he said you needed a stick and gloves, and you wanted to be out there. You remember that? Oh, yeah. It's like living in fantasy. Think about it. I mean, I get a chance to, I get a chance to go to school and I have recess and I can work out and I don't have class. I mean, I tell all the student athletes, I'm like, I'm reliving college, man. You kidding me? And I have no professors. I'm good. Get to eat lunch, recess, and go skate with my guys when I want to. Come on. How many people have that ability to say, I'm coming to skate today? And they go, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that wish they had that. That's my oh. point. That's why I do it. I'm like, if I didn't have this opportunity, I'd be pissed. <laughs> so okay so go ahead paul no i just you know so they now have uh kim davis uh who's uh, in charge of uh it's got a very high position in the nhl to work on diversity you have seattle who has come in and is trying to uh lead the way in terms of of how they make up their staff the Coyotes are owned by the first Hispanic owner in sports. These things, uh, they, they, they certainly can't hurt. So when you see things like that, does this just reinforce the feeling you've had in the last couple of weeks as things getting better, as you say, peel away the lies? Well, I mean, my whole entire life I've lived this way. Um, I mean, growing up in a, in a community where people didn't look like me, going to school, people didn't look like me. This is nothing new for me. I've been dealing with people my entire life. It's just a matter now. It's different now. I mean, it's shocking to some people to go, I can't believe that. I'm like, 
Well, I see it every day. I mean, so to me, it's just something you learn to cope with and it's not a good thing. And the psychological battles behind that, it's like, why do I have to take second? Why can't I take first? Well, he needs to be motivated. I mean, so my whole entire life, when I played lacrosse, I understood that. I got called, the first time I've ever been called the N-word was one of my lacrosse teammates called me in 10th grade. I quit. First thing I ever quit in my life. And I asked the coach, I said, we're well, not going to do anything about that? Well, I'm like, okay, well, I'm leaving. I'm out. Peace. And I left. That's the first thing I ever quit in my life. And just to let you know how the story goes, um, that lacrosse coach became an agent when I went to the NFL. And guess what? He tried to get me as a client. Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so it comes around, it. goes around, right? Yeah, if you if you live long enough, it does. And I think I think for the first time, people are frustrated because now they have to face the truth. So when you talk about racial dynamics right now, the truth is like, really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did do that. Um, you have people that are that are basically don't want to outlaw, outlaw lynching. I mean, it's got to make you cringe to go, wait a minute. They, they don't want to make that a federal law? Nope. Ooh, do you plan on lynching anybody? No. But just in case we want to, we want to make sure nobody goes to jail. It's, it's, it is, it's ridiculous. And people should be embarrassed that they think that way. Uh, I know that. Change is, change is something that's real and people don't like change. People don't change. That's the first thing you want So there's good and everything, everybody just, you know, it's, it's a difficult time and it's shocking to some people. But if you ask any, you know, young black man, or older black man, you can give you five or six encounters getting pulled over. You go, wow, can this day I'm going to die? I mean, just you, we had no video cameras back then. I remember getting stopped when I played for the Vikings. Huh? But because I played football, they let me go. Right. So I can't complain about it because I got, I got a chance to take advantage of it. Now they stopped me because they was driving a BMW and I'm 23 years old and Whose car is that? I'm like, fine. Or the best one is, whose house is this? Your parents' home? Mm-hmm. Hold on. How could I help you? I'm the parent here. So your neighbors call and go, there are people in this house that don't like they own it. I mean, that's just like, really? So you just, like I said, you, you got to let it roll off your back. You can't let it, you can't pay attention to it. It's, it's frustrating, but, you know, and so you try to comfort as many people as you can and go, it'll be all right. We'll fight through it. Uh, I- Scott? Go ahead, Paul. You want to follow that up? No, I'm just, you know, it's just, uh, you know, people have to feel shame, honestly, before they'll do anything. Um, I was at a, I, when I was growing up, there was a uh, certain uh, pizza establishment where an incident happened after I'd already been in Arizona. And mm-hmm. it's almost embarrassing to tell people I used to eat there. Okay, Uh, a guy got chased out of it just because he was in the wrong neighborhood at the wrong time. Um, And it ended up losing his life on the Belt Parkway. uh, Because he had the choice to either deal with the five guys chasing him or deal with trying to cross the Belt Parkway. And it's embarrassing to say I ate in that pizzeria. That's why I'm not using the name. It's all right. I mean, I mean, it's not all right, but it's just. 
I think what you do is you get a snapshot of how these shoes feel. And I think when George Floyd said, mama, every woman in the world that had a kid, they had to go, whoa, I heard that. He, he must be really hurting. Because generally you're gonna say, God help me, coach help me, then you're gonna yell mom. And that's, you right. that yell out from mom. That's that, I think that changed it. Because we've had people on videotape all the time. And it really, what it does is adds credit to go, well, they weren't lying. These cops were doing this to them. I mean, a beautiful part about it, Steve Jobs is sitting around one day. So let's put a camera on this daggone iPhone. Let's put a camera on a phone. Imagine yeah. if he didn't do that. Yeah. It, Wouldn't you it, like to be in a room be... that day when they were whiteboarding that? That would have been awesome. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. There is no doubt. And, you know, sometimes those are the changes. We don't realize them when they happen. Uh, that can make a difference. And, you know, thankfully in this case, unfortunately, I, I don't even know how to word that, but not, none of this would have happened in the last month if there weren't video cameras on phones. And even when and, they are, people don't care. Yeah. No, I, I know. I, like I said, I don't even know how to word it, Scotty, because, because I don't want to say something and have it misconstrued uh, because I can't stand in those shoes. You know? Well, thank you. That's 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 half the battle. Just understanding you can't wear these. They're size eleven. And I got cool shoes too to let you know that. <laughs> size eleven? Yes. Oh, bring them on, brother. Bring them on. That's my size. Let's go. Okay, uh, stop it right there, Scotty. Let me tell you right up front. He cannot fit into them. I sent him a nice pair of summer skate sandals. His feet are just too wide, too big. They don't fit. <laughs> so, so keep him away from the good shoes. <laughs> uh, I mean, we talking about shoes. I'm in charge of Adidas, so I keep the keep the nice shoes. <laughs> Four and a half feet wide feet. <laughs> the shoe the shoe game is good, Scotty. I want to talk a little bit about about the hockey program again at ASU because I know you're not involved directly like you were the first year or two, but uh, I know because I asked you uh, how proud you were of that trip to Ohio State, um, where you're an alum and uh, watched your Sun Devils go there and really play some good hockey because you told me what it was like to walk around there and see some of the, the, the Ohio State alum that were not uh, exactly surprised or, or were very surprised that ASU could bring a hockey team and, and play hockey. I'll tell you what, I think I lost my voice. Uh, Brad Chandler and I from Kid Plants, it was like a two-man <laughs> wave. It's me and Brad sitting there. It was packed. And I'm just... And I told our guys, I said, listen, if you go out here and you joust with these guys, it's going to be 6 nothing first period because they're too good of hockey players. you got to bump and grind. you got to fight them. And also told them, too, if we didn't win, they was going to take the bus back. They weren't flying back. <laughs> <laughs> Motivation at its best. I, mean, I figured I'd slide that in there. Um, but uh, <laughs> they came back the next night and made us all proud. I mean, and it's just a character of the team and the coaching staff. I mean, those guys are model left I mean, you got to realize they're one of the most respectful teams that we have. The GPA, they're smoother guys. Coach Powers is going to recruit good guys. We don't have any schmucks, if that makes sense. The New York thing. We have I know what that means. You don't have to worry about but, me. I understand. Right. But it's a schmucky sport because it's, you know, it costs money. So most of the kids play or, you know, kids that are well off. You have some kids that their parents mortgage their houses for them to skate. But for the most part, it's you got to pay for lessons. You got to pay for equipment. So it's a schmucky sport. We don't hire, we don't have schmucks on our team. We got good guys on our team, if that makes sense. Yeah, we got it does. good guys on our team. Brandy's Brand, one of the best. And you talked about his brother. I mean, it's just some good dudes. I mean, just guys you want to say hi to, you know. And and uh, the leadership to, that we have right now, it's incredible. And the guys we have on our team, it doesn't surprise me. We have top recruits. 
because we got a top program, NHLU. We're not scared to say it, just like baseball union, just like our <laughs> NFL and basketball too. What are you scared of it for? I'm, I mean, it, you got to be proud it. of the Sun Devil right now. You got to be proud of the Sun Devil right now with our programs. Both call, 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 both call programs are right there where they need to be. Um, we're tuned up in everything you're doing. Bob Bowen, what he's doing in the pool. Uh, she, Sheila McInerney, who's made the NCAA 35 or 34 years being here in women's tennis. Men's tennis got a top recruiting class. This thing is humming right now at ASU. Hey, well, I, I am. You don't have to. You don't have to explain any of this to me, Scotty. Like I said, <laughs> I spent I spent the decade of my favorite decade uh, as an undergraduate student at ASU. Yeah, I, I I wear my maroon and gold very proudly. Good. It's a lot of smokes, a lot of devils in New York. And you know, what? I'd be remiss if I didn't. I'd be remiss if I didn't throw a plug in. I am directly involved with hockey. I oversee Leanne Blunt. I think one of the best stream coaches in the country. And all uh, right. She's she's been a gift. We could talk about her for days, but she's been an outstanding. Uh, just her and Coach Powers, they're symbiotic, and she pushes the guys, and they're a lot better because of it. I mean, she she pushes those guys pretty hard. So you know, I I do have a, a inside with hockey, you know, because obviously Leanne Leanne is under my leadership. So you know, I get a chance to know what's going on in hockey all the time, and obviously I call Greg anytime I need to talk, and uh, it's a good thing. You know, Scotty, I'm I'm there every Tuesday for media day, and. And I've had a chance to visit with Leanne a couple different times, and, and she's always a great interview. And it, the one thing that I that I told her and I tell the players is I saw a change when she came on board. And, and you talk about strength and the, the way they work for her and things like that. But you know what I saw? I saw a change in attitude to where they push through things right now because they're afraid to lose their spot. If they lose a spot during practice, they may not ever get back in that lineup and I think the last two years, she's kept the healthiest group of athletes I've seen in hockey. That's the point of strength and condition and stay healthy. And, you know, obviously, you know, when you have that strength coach, it's probably the, you know, second or third most important person with any program and on football. It's definitely the second or third in the coordinators. And when you got somebody that's symbiotic, and I think also, too, I'll take a quote from Bruce Arians, the coach at Tampa Bay. He's, he's the first person to have a woman football coach. And if you think about it, most hockey players, your dad doesn't bring you to practice. Your mom does. And, you know, sure. Leanne is an incredible person that happens to be a woman as a strength coach, but she pushes those guys and they respect her. I mean, it's, I never saw so many guys in the weight room before in my life. I mean, it just, they live in there with her and they look better and they feel better. So if you look better, feel better, you're going to skate better. And, and you create that competition along with the coach and the diet and exercise, you got a pretty good program. And I think we're hitting it on cylinders right now. Okay. So I have a couple of questions to, to, to bring it back a little bit. Uh, to, to, with the with 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 the hockey team, uh, you were obviously there when the original phone calls and decisions were made. Um, what was the? I don't want to say it was a surprise, because I mean, even though it was to everybody, when that phone call got made to say, "Hey, we have guys that want to donate the money." What was it like in that room with with you and 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 I assume you were there and Ray Anderson was obviously there. I was, was I was not in that the, room. The, I was not in the room, but I had to change from the outside. Ray said, "Let's do it," but I need two other sports, and I want women's lacrosse and I want women's triathlon, and that was part of the deal. And he said, "I'll do it," and apparently he's been trying to do it for a while now. Uh, I guess it was our, one of our goalies' dad. He'd been trying to get hockey out in Arizona for a while. Um, in Arizona State, and Ray said, let's do it. But it has to be a contingency, though. I need two other sports. So uh, the donor was graceful enough to put his name behind it and said, I'll do it. Okay. 
And so the other it question, goes to, it goes back to trust, you know. You know, like I said, when Ray came out that room, he goes, We have a hockey team. He's like, What? Okay, let's go. But it wasn't like, No, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people well, listen, because hockey. you know that people are shocked. They go, You guys got well, hockey out there? Listen, Scotty, I'm not going to lie to you. When I first saw it, I know it shocked the living daylights out of me. So, you know, uh, and, and and I tell Scott this all the time. It's like the Christmas present I get to open up every day. I get to read about it, research it, and get to talk about it because that's, that's my game. The hockey is my game. So, uh, you know, to, to, to say that my school's not just got a team, but is trying to lead the way in the expansion of the game, that makes me even prouder. If you think about it, west of the Mississippi, we got Denver up there and it's us. I mean, you would hope that SC would get it or maybe Washington where they're located. Um, I know they have a club team in the school down south. I don't say their name. But <laughs> yeah, we don't, either, we don't do that here either. Don't worry about it. That you do not have to worry about whenever I'm on one of these shows. So you don't have to worry about that. Scotty, I'll, I'll let you go. I, I know that uh, you've been gracious enough to stick with us here for nearly 30 minutes. So I want to thank you again. But uh, I, I want you just to, to touch, if you can, about what would be a really good message that you could put out there uh, for people that want to know how they can affect change. I mean, we understand that we have to get through the lies. We have to start finding the truth, and that's happening. We're seeing that. But what's the message that you can tell the world that that would make the most change? Um, you've been learning this since you've been five years old when you went to school. Your mom said, treat everybody the way you want to be treated. And if we did that, you'd be fine. Wow, that's uh, a very profound and very simple, folks. If uh, if you want to uh, to be a human being, that's the line to live by. Scotty Graham, thank you so much because uh, every time I reach out to you, uh, you're always there with open arms, and, and I can't tell you thank you enough from, from us and for our company. And as I told you before, NCAA hockey at Arizona State University is number one for Ice Time Hockey Southwest. It always will be. And uh, everything else that we do falls under the brand of the Pitchfork. So congratulations on what you guys have done. And uh, and tell Ray congratulations, too, because without him, without his support, there's no way this happens. And uh, and we see Coach Powers every Tuesday, at least I do, and, and I tell him over and over again that he's the best coach uh, that we've uh, we've got in college hockey, and I mean that, bar none. I agree with that 100%. He's no joke. Scotty, right, thanks uh, a lot, guys. I appreciate it. No, nah, we we appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, uh, we get you back on on a on a on a on a Tuesday night and uh, before <laughs> the season starts, and uh, we can have or whenever we can have a discussion about the uh, the building that's supposed to start uh, in November, and uh, maybe we can do a little Islanders talk too. So. Uh, <laughs> Appreciate where you they going? Just tell me where they're going now. Are they the Brooklyn? They still the Brooklyn Islanders? No, 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 no. Well, they're building an arena at Belmont, so we got another year before that's open. So are they gonna have uh, a train to get you there? Are you gonna just? What are you gonna do? Is a train uh, no, gonna get you there? They're supposed to. They're supposed to put build a full time Long Island Railroad station there too. So uh, that'll make things easier. Um, I, I'm I'm working now ten minutes from where this building's supposed to be, so that makes me happy too. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully 
if everything stays on schedule, they got one more year before it opens up. So, uh, so that's that's where we are right now. So, just okay, I can bring my throwback out now. Once they come back to Long Island, yes, Island, just didn't ring well for me. Brooklyn Island. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, listen, they, you know, they stay. They were able to stay here, so they, we gotta uh, be happy for 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 favors, right? Uh, it's better than Kansas City. So, no question about it. But uh, hey, can't think of a barbecue, man. Can't think of a barbecue. That wasn't a complaint about Kansas City. That was a matter of I don't want my team there. I want to go to Kansas City and try the barbecue. I'm ready to go right now. I'll meet you there. You know, I'm ready. Gates is my spot. Gates is my spot there. Gates. All right, guys. Thank you. Forks up. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Scotty. That's Scotty Graham, the uh, Senior Associate Athletic Director, spending some time with us tonight on Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly as we move on with our uh, Black Lives Matter week. Um, It's time, folks. It's been time for a long time, but the change is starting, and we need to continue the push, and we need to make those changes that need to happen. Let's take a quick break, and Paul and I will be right back to uh, talk a little more Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly in just a couple of minutes. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. Hey, Michael here from M-Drive. My dad, a world-class scientist, actually made M-Drive for himself to stay active and continue enjoying life. And yes, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone, but it's so much more. M-Drive is the everyday supplement to fuel your drive with more energy and more strength. Listen, we'd love for you to try M-Drive too. Visit mdriveformen.com and we'll give you 20% off your first purchase. Just type in the code DRIVE at checkout. Refine your product with M-Drive. All right, we're back. Scott Strandy live in Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host tonight for the second Monday in a row on Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, Paul Hornstein. And, and Paul, I, I told okay, you. you i got to get a raise if I'm going to keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're on vacation. You don't mind. Uh, true. <laughs> I, I, did I, I told you uh, before uh, when I said that Scotty had agreed to come on with us that I said you're going to talk to one of the best human beings that I know. And uh, I am proud to call him a friend. Uh, what great perspective he has on life. Um, he tells it like it is. Uh, he uh, is very, very intelligent. He's very good at what he does. Uh, he's the most positive person that I've ever been around. Uh, he sent me a little note. Uh, I think I forwarded it on to you about the you five did. positive things that he, he told me during the uh, when we were kind of prepping for this. So. I can't thank him enough for coming on, as I told him and as I tell the world. uh, NCAA hockey at ASU is our number one thing. That was my goal when I started this company five years ago, was that we were going to help grow that sport. 
and in, in addition, it would grow the rest of the sport. And all you need to do is look down to our club level and you see how much that's improved throughout the desert southwest, and that comes from Greg Powers. He's the guy that uh, um, is the – you like to use the word godfather when we talk about ASU hockey and about the media side of it, but Greg Powers is the true godfather. He is the one that has a coaching tree already five years into the uh, – into the NCAA ranks, and he's got a coaching tree uh, in the club level that extends everywhere. So uh, uh, I can't praise him enough for what it is, but but Scotty had a big, big role. And as he said, he still has a big role, right? I mean, sure. he's got Leanne yeah. under him, and he uh, he still pushes. And I know I've seen him at games still. And, you know, he, he he's very, very proud of the hockey program. And I love when he tells the story about uh, – wanting to learn to, to play the game on Long Island. I'm sure you can appreciate that because you, you started in the roller side of things, right? Yeah, we didn't have any ice. I didn't grow up playing ice hockey. We, I went to the schoolyard down the street and put on roller skates. And I didn't have, If I didn't have shin pads and I was playing goalie, I'd wrap towels around my, my legs to, to, for, <laughs> for shin pads. I used my baseball glove. Face mask? We didn't have no face mask. Maybe we had a catcher's mask if we were lucky. And used to, you know, so I, I do get it. I mean, that part of it, I do get uh, how the equipment is expensive uh, for most working families. Uh, and if you're in a family that only has one working parent, it's even more expensive. So we get that, too. Um, well, like I said, I, I can't walk in those shoes and I've never had to. Um, so, I, you know, that part of it I can't I can't get. But the other stuff I do get. So. Yeah, well, me too, and I uh, I applaud everything that you just said. Uh, my goal for, for doing this week was to uh, continue to bring attention to something I think is very important. Um, I think if we can bring it from all different angles, whether it be uh, from the, uh, the hockey side, from the human side, um, from baseball, from education, wherever it comes from, it needs to keep coming, right? Because to affect change, you need the masses. You've seen with the protests that that's affecting change, and uh, and we can all do it. And it starts with each individual. Uh, you must look at yourself in the mirror. You must accept the truth, and you must move forward. So I mean, I don't know how much better to say it. And, and Scotty gave us that great line, so that's uh, that's fantastic. Uh, I think that the people will gravitate to that. Um, I think he has a platform, certainly. Uh, like he said, not only from the playing side of it, but also from the uh, the side of administrator. I mean, I know a lot of uh, student athletes look to Scotty Graham for guidance, and, and he's there for them, which is incredible. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's wrap up this edition of uh, Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly by talking a little bit professional hockey again, because <laughs> uh, there is some of that going on as well. The, uh, the NHL is slated to start. I saw the Coyotes. Uh, have got, I believe, all of their players back on. There's going to be a Zoom conference call that our own Seth Askelson will be on tomorrow with Phil Kessel, and and the Golden Knights are chomping at the bit up in Vegas, and uh, we saw what's happening with the AHL building in, in Henderson, and, of course, the Tucson Roadrunners came out of this year as the Pacific Division champions, albeit on a shortened season, but hockey and professional hockey is continuing to grow in the desert southwest, and I'm going to flip it real quickly over to NCAA hockey because the Sun Devils are producing NHL talent. Well, you know, we, 
that that's whether that's the stated purpose or not, that helps you build a program. Uh, Joey Decord had a really good year in the AHL. They have another goalie coming in next year that's drafted by the New Jersey Devils. They have uh, Demetrius Kumanzis, who was drafted by the Calgary Flames. So uh, that and that's only after five years of being a program. Uh, I know that the NHL is trying really hard to figure out what cities to have these hubs in so they can keep the players as, I don't even know what the word is, as insulated as possible. Uh, yeah, right, that, right that's now, a good the, word, insulated. Right now the favorites seem to be Las Vegas and Toronto. And, oh, no, not to, uh, I know the media is all there and the hockey media is all there, but, oh, <laughs> Lord, not Toronto. Um, God. And, I mean, I, I get the fact that that they're going to make the home teams, if they're in these hubs, stay in hotels and not be able to go home, so to speak, so that nobody has a home ice advantage. Uh, so well, I, I'm gonna I, I'll say this, though. I'll say this. Okay. Okay. The as I said before earlier in the show about rinks and arenas and building and those kinds of things. I love watching games that are played in Edmonton and Calgary and Winnipeg because the ice is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's fact. I, okay. Uh, one of the things you notice about. Uh, where the Golden Knights play is that ice is also phenomenal. The few times that I've really had a chance to see it, it's really fast. And I'm very curious to see that whatever arenas they choose, A, how the ice holds up, because it's not going to be April and May. It's now going to be August and early September. Yeah. And <laughs> – Toronto in early September will be fine. Right. Vegas will still be hitting one teens with their temperatures. <laughs> yeah, it's going to um, be interesting. I think Vegas is, is a favorite to be a hub city just from the fact that they have the hotel space and you can really right. – well, That insulating you can really do there, and there is practice sheets. Uh, when you speak about the ice, I know we just got a couple of minutes and you got to get your read in yet, but – uh, I'll throw this yeah, out well, there real quickly. Here. I didn't realize we were on a we we're on a budget here, but okay. <laughs> yeah, the um, the new ice uh, chilling unit that was in at uh, at the uh, lifeguard arena in Henderson. Um, I had Darren Elliott as my tour guide, which was great because uh, he's so knowledgeable and, and and has so many great stories. But um, Darren was saying that that is a uh, not only an eco-friendly system, but is going to produce the best ice that they have in Vegas. Um, he said the okay. uh, low humidity in Vegas is is very helpful to producing good ice. Uh, he's very, very proud of the system, multi-million dollar system in there that's going to chill both ice sheets. So I'm excited to see that as you are to see it on the, uh, on the rink uh, at T-Mobile. But Okay. I mean, I can't top that. Scotty Graham is as good as it gets in my book, and, and I thank him for coming on. Uh, I thank Paul Hornstein for joining me again. Uh, I promise tomorrow night you're back to, to College Hockey Southwest Weekly, and then we'll bring on uh, 
Zach Bondurant uh, starting next Monday. As we get ready to go into our new fiscal year, I can tell everybody by the end of the week, take a look at the website, icetimehockeysw.com. You will see some changes that you will like, and you will see us out and about, and uh, you'll be able to uh, follow everything that is college and professional hockey in the desert southwest right with us. Before we get to the read, I need to get the trivia question in there, and uh, Paul Hornstein is going to do that for me. So hashtag pucks on the pod. If you uh, know the answer to this trivia question, go to at IceTimeSW on Twitter. Use the hashtag pucks on the pod. Paul, what is the trivia question? Okay, here's the question. Who was the first U.S.-born black player in the NHL? Ooh, that is going to take some digging, I promise, because uh, you did some digging to get the uh, the answer, correct? Uh, yeah, well, just, let's just say that. <laughs> I did some digging. <laughs> I don't want to say it came across my feed or it came across anything, <laughs> but – uh, yeah, I did. I dug. I absolutely dug. Okay, let's go with that. Uh, that's why there's a hole outside the back of that palatial estate. Okay, yeah. uh, g- give us the read, my friend, and then uh, we'll say goodnight. All right, Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly has been brought to you by Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant, voted the best Ford dealer in Arizona by Arizona Business, presenting sponsor of the new season of Sunday Specials. See our summer truck and SUV deals at bellford.com. By cold beers and cheeseburgers. Satisfy your inner foodie with our handcrafted made-to-order burgers and our long list of the best in craft beers. Sprint, the brighter future for all. See Andre in Paradise Valley at the Cactus and Tatum store and let him find you the right deal. Buy Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Call us at 1-702-541-5546. Go to jessieraysbarbecue.com and find out how they can serve your catering needs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, it's all about the butt. Buy summer skates, shower shoes, koozies, and more. Show your game in comfort and style. Visit summerskates.com win your summer skates prize pack with the hashtag pucks on the pod. Behind the Mask, getting ready to get back on the ice? Order online at behindthemask.com. Come in and check out our refurbished stores. By College Bar and Grill, shop for lunch at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. College Bar and Grill, by ASU fans for ASU fans. Oceanside Ice Arena, home of the Devil's Hockey Shop for all of your ASU hockey merchandise. Now open for limited group skating. Roger Klein's Cancio and Tequila for the best margaritas and more. Go to MexicanMoonshine.com. By OxyPal, introducing our new line of all-natural hand sanitizers, Visit our full line of natural cleaning products at oxypow.com. Buy M-Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com and use the promo code ICETIMESW for checkout at 20% off your first order. M-Drive for energy, stamina, and recovery. Buy the ice in Scottsdale and Chandler. Small group sessions now available. Call for information. College hockey. I, I did it. I screwed it up. There you go. Professional <laughs> Hockey Southwest Weekly. And all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. You just did it again, didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Professional oh, yeah. hockey. See, yeah, that's, uh, folks, see, that's, that's okay, Zach, folks. Get, we're calling for you, Zach. Get, <laughs> get the bullpen ready. Let's go, Zach. All right, one more time for the uh, pucks hashtag pucks on the pod trivia question presented by Summer Skates. Paul Hornstein, read it to us one more time, and we'll let uh, Roger Klein and the Peacemakers take us away with De Niro. Okay, who was the first U.S.-born black player? in the NHL. All right, folks, join us again tomorrow night for College Hockey Southwest Weekly and uh, Wednesday night for Club Hockey Southwest Weekly as we continue our Black Lives Matter Week hockey in the desert Southwest. Good night, folks. We'll see you next week.